Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. Wow, I am so excited that you're here listening to the podcast this week because do you know what this week is? This week is the Homegrown Generation Family Expo. We are going live this week. We start today. If you're listening to this on Monday, March 6th, we are going live this afternoon with our first three sessions of this um, amazing online live and interactive event. Many of you joined us for this event back in 2020. And you know, it was such a blessing. It was so much fun. And we have an incredible lineup of speakers. And so we are back and it starts this week. It starts today. And let me just tell you, if you're not listening to this on Monday, March 6th, you can sign up for this conference anytime after the conference. The only thing you're going to miss is the live interaction, but you'll still have access to every session. But if you're not familiar with it, the Homegrown Generation Family Expo is a four-day online live interactive conference where we just bring you the incredible resources, encouragement, and uh, biblical truth that you need to homeschool well. And it's what we do here at the Schoolhouse Rocked Ministry. It's what we do with the podcast. It's what we've done with the movie. And it's now what we're doing with the conference. So if you've not yet signed up, it is absolutely not too late to do that. Go to homegrowngeneration.com and write this down. Well, you probably don't need to write it down, but use the coupon code podcast. And when you use that, you will get 25% off the registration. And the regular price is only $35. When you use the coupon code podcast to register, you will get 25% off, which brings that $35 down to $26.25, I believe is what it is. We wanted to make it really affordable for everyone. And so we are so Glad to be back with you for this conference this week. So what we're doing this week for the podcast, since we are doing this live conference and have been gearing up for this, is we are running this week one of the sessions that we did with Abby. It's called Why Homeschooling Matters, Getting to the Heart of Homeschooling. And this was probably our most popular session that we did for the 2020 conference. And we have had thousands and thousands of people watch this episode on YouTube and listen to it because it is so impactful. And it really does answer the question of why. Why does homeschooling matter? Why do we need to do this? And so Abby will be back with me live this week for the conference, but this is the session that we did with her in 2020. So I know it's going to be a great encouragement to you. Um, We're going to get into that, but before we do, I want to say thank you again to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. Every child has a unique learning style. I know mine do. I know yours do, and it doesn't matter how many kids we have. They are all different. And BJU Press has video lessons with really engaging teachers. They're really amazing. And they'll lead your children through each of their academic subjects. These experienced teachers will present lesson content from multiple angles so your children can absorb information at a comfortable pace. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com to see what courses are available for your students. And I want to say thank you to BJU Press uh, Homeschool because they actually have become a premier sponsor for the Homegrown Generation Conference as well. So not only have they supported the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast, but they're supporting the conference as well. And we are so grateful for them as a sponsor because they allow us to do what we're doing. So again, enjoy this episode, but if you've not yet signed up for the conference, go to homegrowngeneration.com and use the coupon code podcast to get 25% off your registration. I am so excited and look who I am with. I'm with Abinella. That's what we call her in our family because 
We've decided why waste your time saying Abby Ranella right. when you can just say Abinella. It's just so yeah. much easier. It's and all about efficiency. It's all about efficiency. And as homeschool moms, we want to make the best use of our time. So absolutely. <laughs> so Abinella, it is. <laughs> Have you ever seen, you know how people will text and they'll say like R, the letter R and the letter U for RU instead right. of actually spelling out RU? Right. And I saw a sign once and it said, I wonder what the people who use RU do with all the rest of their spare time. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That is hilarious. Hilarious. So So I never text the letter R and the letter U, just so you know. You don't? No. I Uh I don't do LOL either. No, because I could never figure out if that's lots of love or laugh out loud. I still don't know. So I don't want to like tell someone that I'm laughing at their pain when I should be saying lots of love sent your way. Uh, Did you also... um, did you also ever see the one where the emoji that's the praying hands is really a high five? Right. And said, when you say, you know, my mom was just in a car accident and someone says praying, but it's really like high five. Anyway, so we got to be careful with that kind of stuff. We do have to be careful with that kind of stuff. We yes. really do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is why we have fun together, Abby, because yes, we talk about is. dumb things that it is. You know, and, and I don't know how you're going to segue this. So you might just want to cut to the so chase. So this conversation <laughs> is just over. It's over. Can you tell that no. Abby and I have had a very long and exciting week? Um, <laughs> it has been so much fun. For those of you who have joined us this week, we have been beyond blessed by your encouragement, your comments. And I'm the one who's getting to talk to all these speakers and Abby's getting to talk to them. And we are as blessed as you are by their wisdom. Mm-hmm. And just insight um, into homeschooling and parenting and marriage and 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 life. This whole thing that we call life that God has called us to. He has called us to this. He has called us to this parenting thing, to this marriage thing, to, to this homeschooling thing. All of this. And sometimes we can get so wrapped up and feeling like we're not doing it right. We're not mm-hmm. doing enough. Everyone else is doing it better than I am. And, and just feeling so inadequate. And, and I said this, I I actually don't even remember what session it was, but we were talking about, you know, teaching our kids that just the love of Jesus, that Jesus Mm -hmm. loves them so much, but moms, Jesus loves you so (sighs) much too. He cares so much about you. He sees you. He sees your struggles. He hears Mm -hmm. your prayers. He knows exactly where you are and he is with you and you're not in this alone. Yeah. It's not that you're just not in this alone. You know, um, you, you've got a community around you of, of other homeschool families, but you have the Lord. You have the right. God, the creator of the universe who knows everything about you and he loves you so much. And right. so just keep keep at this, you guys. And so this is what today is all about. Um, Every day we've had kind of a a theme of the day. And today our theme is let's go. Let's do this, you guys. Let's do this. If you feel like giving up, don't give up. We're going to do this together. We're going to do this. We're going to pray for one another. We talked earlier in the week about just uh, the importance of community and that if you don't have a community around you, a local community, use social media in a way that that can bring community, a, a good solid community around you. And so I know many of you have actually been connecting with one another behind the mm-hmm. scenes, which is so amazing. Send each other friend requests and then message each other. Um, that's how Abby and I got to know each other, actually. Um, we're, you know, we're each other's, you know, a couple of each other's <laughs> best friends now. I mean, it's incredible. We we have actually only ever met in person one time. And, yep. um, and we live, what, 
2,000 miles uh, so from each miles. other. <laughs> yeah, she's in Idaho. I'm in Georgia. And so we're far apart distance-wise, but mm-hmm. we talk daily. Um, and so God is just so faithful in that. And and actually, all of my best friends live thousands of miles away from me. And so God can use that yes. to bring yeah. encouragement to you and to build build friendships. So yeah. anyway, so today we're talking about just let's do this. Let's go. Let's do this together. And one of the things that we want to kind of bring it all back around to is why the why mm-hmm. of homeschooling, you know, why, why does it matter? And Abby right. and I have talked a whole lot about this. We've done a few podcasts about it together. We did one with Karen DeBuse. That was just an amazing podcast. And so we're going to just bring this back around and we're going to talk with Abby today about the why of homeschooling, because if you haven't been convinced yet by all the speakers this week, <laughs> you will be convinced by Abby. Um, as to why this homeschooling thing and discipleship is so very important. And I want to say, and I know Abby will say this too, homeschooling is not the gospel. This is not what saves our kids, but Mm -hmm. it is a fantastic way to pour into the hearts of our children. And so we're going to talk about that this morning. But for those of you maybe who are like, who's this Abby lady? (laughs) (laughs) Abby, introduce yourself. Yes. Um, My name is Abby Rinella. And um, it's always hard to introduce myself um, because that's what I say. So I think there's two different things. What do I do and who am I? So I am I am the co-host of the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast um, with Yvette. We co-host together. I am the director of my local homeschool support group. I am a, on the board of directors for my state, for the um, Homeschool Idaho, our state organization. I'm a writer and a speaker in both the homeschool community and also the outdoor industry. Um, we, we do a little bit of both, but those are really just things that God has called me to do. Who I am is a child of God. I am a child of God. I'm, um, the wife of my dream man, the mom to three kids. Um, and I am a sinner saved by grace. I am a mom that every day gets up and cries out to God for the strength and the energy to homeschool. And I am in the trenches with you. I have, I have kindergarten, um, all the way up to middle school. So, um, I get it. I get it. And I get to share God's wisdom with you because honestly, it's the it's the only thing that keeps me going. So um, know that I'm in the trenches with you. Know that I understand how hard this can be, but how rewarding it can be. And Yvette said, um, if you haven't already decided to homeschool, I can convince you. But the truth is, um, I don't want to convince you. I want to share with you what God says because God, believe it or not, God does say something about this. And um, if God can't convince you, <laughs> then nobody can. So that's what we're going to be talking about today is the why of homeschool, but not my why, not Yvette's why, um, not even anybody else's why, but really the reason that we're doing this and the foundation of this. Yes, that's right. So I'm I'm excited. I say, uh, let's let's just dive in. And if you guys have questions, you've been doing such a great job of this. Just write the word question in front of your questions and keep the comments going. Um, we love to see them. Uh, but yeah, put in your questions and we'll we'll answer them as we can. We may, I don't know, we may try to get to some in the middle of this. If not, we'll get to them at the end. Um, but please yeah. definitely let us know what your questions are. And we got wonderful. To so, all right, yeah. So, Abby, so let's go. Let's, let's talk go. about why we homeschool. Let's, let's role play a little bit. I'm a mom. I come okay. to you. I'm like, you know, Abby, I've been hearing about this homeschool thing, and I just don't think it's for me. 
Oh yeah. Why? Well, it might not. I, <laughs> it's not for me either. I don't think it's for any of us unless. <laughs> so let's figure out why we're doing it, right? Why would I spend all day, every day, at home with my children when I could put them on the bus and go get a coffee and go exercise and go shopping? Um, why would I do that? Um, so the first question I want to say is why ask why? Um, why are we even asking why do this? Why don't we just do what we want to do? And if it changes, we do something else. But God tells us in First Peter that we need to have an answer for everything we do. And so the first thing I ask people who aren't homeschooling is why are you putting your kids in public school? Because really why I homeschool and why you put your kids in public school and why am I making, you know, this for dinner tonight and this for, why are we doing anything that we're doing? Um, and I think sometimes people aren't homeschooling because they haven't asked themselves why their kids are in public school. Is it just because that's what you do? That's what my parents did. That's, that's just what the world does. Um, so my biggest challenge is ask the question, why are we doing this? Because there has to be a solid foundation as to why we're doing this. Otherwise, we're going to quit. Um, so we're going to discuss some of the reasons people say. Um, it, what, what are some of the reasons people homeschool, Yvette? Many, many reasons. Discipleship for us is is our main reason. We want to be the ones to pour into their hearts. To pour into your kids. I hear a lot of things, freedom. You know, we can start school when we want. We can end school when we want. We can teach to our kids, you know, gifts and talents. We can, um, we can make our own schedules. That's a huge one. We can build family relationships. Um, and for me, when I started, it was because I like my kids. I genuinely like spending time with my kids. I'm also hardwired in that I like being home. I like doing the the homemaking things. I like teaching. I um I like to teach. So those are a lot of the reasons that people homeschool. But the truth is, those aren't I, I hate to hurt your feelings, but those aren't good enough reasons. They're just not. Those are really, really good reasons. But what they are is they're benefits. They're blessings to homeschool. Those are kind of the those are the things that you get after you make the real reason of why you're homeschooling. Those things naturally happen. You know, you hear, oh, my kids are, you know, they they get better grades. Academically, homeschool kids could do better. Well, that that's true, but that's not why we're doing it. Um, Abby Johnson, who I don't know if you guys know Abby Johnson, she's the unplanned, um, she wrote the book Unplanned and she did the movie Unplanned. And I was always, um, I love what she said about, you know, people say, well, why, why should we fight for life? You know, and someone said, well, because that baby could have been the next president. Or that baby could have had the cure for cancer and you just killed that baby. And she said, you know what? That is one of the worst things we could be saying because the truth is we're still putting value on that child's life. That child's life has value because God gave it value, not because they're going to be a president, not because they're going to do something great, but because they're humans. And so if that's your reason why, this is what she was saying, if that's your reason why you're pro-life, that's not a very good reason because what if that baby were to grow up to not be the president? Were they a mistake? No. Um... So we need to know our why for everything. I think of it also as marriage. Um, if you would have asked my husband 20 years ago when we met why he was going to marry me, if he would have said, well, because I think she's cute and she's really fun and we have a lot of the same things in, in common and she's adventurous, you know, fast forward 20 years and that's changed. You know, you, you hit 40 and you're not as cute. <laughs> And I might not be as adventurous. And sometimes after raising kids and doing things through the house, I might not be as fun. And if that's why, if that's why he married me, then it probably wouldn't stick. But if he said, you know, because I'm making this commitment before the Lord of Lords, before God, then no matter what comes our way, 
our marriage is going to stick. So it's the same with homeschool. If you're homeschooling because you want your kids to be smarter or go to a better college or be more successful or because you want to build those sibling relationships, um, then what happens when their academics aren't through the roof? What happens when they start fighting? What happens when they're really not that fun anymore? You know, I have days where I'm like, yeah, I'm really not enjoying you. Am I the only one? Like yesterday was a great day, but today, I, you know, it's not my favorite. But when we make our why God's word, when we make our why God's word, then all of those things fall by the wayside and we can stay the course because homeschooling can be hard. There are going to be times where it's hard and you want to quit and you want to give up and all those other whys aren't making sense. They're not coming together in the big picture. And so the only thing that doesn't change, the only thing that doesn't change is God's word. And when our foundation for why we homeschool is based on God's word, then you're going to stay the course. You're going to be able to live through the shaky things. You're going to be able to handle it when hormones start coming around, whether they're your teenagers or yours. You're going to be able to handle it when you're doing the same math problem for the hundredth time and they're not getting it. That's going to be what stays the course. So in that, we have to say, so then what does God's word say? You know, everybody's, okay, yeah, that's great. That's wonderful. But what does God's word say about homeschool? And I used to think that the only thing that God's word said about homeschool was Deuteronomy 6, 7. You know, it's the, it's, it's the homeschool verse, right? We are um, to impress God's word on our children when they sit at home, when they walk by the way, when they lie down, when they get up. Like that's the token homeschool verse. And that is true. And that is not a suggestion. God doesn't say, hey, it would be a good idea if you did this. That's a command. God says, this is what you are to do. This is why I made you parents. This is why I gave you kids. And this is what you're supposed to do. They say, I hear a lot of people say, you know, oh, too bad kids don't come with an instruction manual. You know, actually almost every single kid that I left the hospital with, the nurses would say that as I left. You know, kids don't come with an instruction manual. And I said, they actually do. Did you know that they do? Did you know that when I was, when, when God made me a mom, he gave me everything I need to do it right here in his word. But that is not the only verse in God's word that talks about how we are to teach and train up our children. It's a good one. And it's one that we need to hang on to. And it's one we need to be obedient to. But I hear a lot of parents say, well, I do that. I send them to school for academics. But you know, when, when they rise up at home, we do a morning devotional before I put them on the bed. And when they get home and I put them to bed, we pray. And, and so they say that. So I, we just dug into God's word a little bit more. And we said, what does God's word say? Because if that is not our foundation, then we might as well throw in the towel right now because we're not gonna make it. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, 
Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. This would be awesome if you could just, if you just wanted to get out your Bibles with us this morning, because that's really what we're doing here is we want to, we want to point you guys in everything you do to God's word. So um, Psalm 1 says, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor seat in, sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, does he meditate day and night? And I don't think there's a parent that is listening here that doesn't want their child to be blessed. That is a universal parental thing is we want blessings on our children. And what's amazing is God just gave you the recipe for your child to be blessed in his word right there. Um, It says, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. So the goal is blessings on our children. It's not how much baggage can we expose our kids to and hope and pray, you know, that they're going to be able to carry it into adulthood well. And I think that that's where we get it backwards. Um, When we say we're not walking in the counsel of wicked, and I look at the public schools and I say, you know what? The counsel there is not biblical counsel. It's not. At the very best, it's silent about God. Um, But the truth is, is is the schools aren't just silent about God. They're, They're teaching things that are contrary to God's word. And anything that is contrary to God's word is wicked. So they are, they are, they're standing and walking in that. They're, um, it says, sit in the seat of mockers. When your child sits in a seat in a place that tells them that they were not created on purpose, that they were not created for a purpose, that they were an accident of the cosmos, that they were um, a, a product of evolution, that is mocking God. That is mocking the God who created and designed them. And we are sitting them in the seat of the mockers when we do that. And the and the truth is you go back up, they won't be blessed. I want my children to be blessed. And I know that you guys want your children to be blessed. So go to Psalm 1 and God tells you how to do it. It's it's not complicated. Um, and then I want to look a little bit into the, um, one, of, one of my passions is um, God's word tells us in Ephesians 6 not to exasperate our children. And a lot of people for years, I went, what did that mean? What does that mean? Um, sometimes I'm like, is making them do this math problem 15 times exasperating them? But but really, I want to look at what does it mean to exasperate your children big picture? Um, so God says, don't exasperate them, but instead bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. So let's talk about what it means to exasperate our children. Well, if I am building a foundation Um, a double foundation, because God says we need to build our lives on a foundation of truth, His Word. And if we're building a double foundation, which means I'm building a foundation at home of God's Word. My husband and I are teaching our children God's Word. We are teaching them truth. We're taking them to church, and in our home, we're teaching them God's Word. But then I send them every day, and the reality is more hours a day than I'm spending with them. If I send them every day to build a different foundation, a foundation based on secular thought, a foundation void of God, then every day they're building this foundation. And then they come home and I'm tearing down that foundation and building a biblical foundation. And then they go to school and they're tearing down the foundation that we're building at home. And I want to tell you that that leads to one of two things. It's going to lead to rebellion or walking away in your child, or it's going to lead to a watered down Christianity. Um, when we're trying to mold God's word in with our culture, we are going to have Christians, children that are that have a watered down Christianity. 
they are being taught that they can have two foundations, that they can be one foot in the world and one foot in God's word. And that is not, that is just not truth. And so that is exasperating our children every day when we're building these two foundations and they're just tearing each other down and our kids are confused. What is true? What is real? What is right? You know, on one hand, my mom and dad are telling me this at home and I'm reading this in God's word, but then the same people, my mom and dad are sending me to a place that tells me that that's all lies. Um, we're contradicting ourselves, parents. We're telling our kids to stand for truth, you know, stand for God's word, stand for truth. However, when they hand you the test at school, I need you to fill in the bubbles for the answers for lies. You know, when they ask you where you came from, you need to go ahead and fill in the right bubble that they're asking you because we need you to get an A on that test. So stand for truth, but but not at school. Um, or stand for truth in the hallways, but when your teacher talks evolution, I want you to sit quietly and listen. That is exasperating our children. How do I know this? Um, because I was a Christian kid in a public school and I was exasperated. Um, we're teaching them to be missionaries. We're telling them to go into the halls of the school, but bite your tongue, bite your tongue. You know, don't, don't, don't dishonor the teachers by telling them that what they're saying is wrong. Um, we're also making our children not trust us because I would have a really hard time as a child, if my parents were was speaking truth to me at home, but then wondering, why are they sending me there then? If they're telling me all of these things, why would they send me into the lion's den? And so it's shaking our kids' trust on, on what we believe. Um, we need to build a foundation for our children that they can stand on. We need to not be building this piddly little foundation at home and then sending them out to have it tore down every day. That is exasperation. And God is clear in his word. Do not exasperate your child. So don't take my word for it. God is telling you right there, don't exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in truth, bring them up in his word. And how can I do that if they're not with me? Um, so um, we'll go on to, to another verse because God is full. So 2 Timothy 3.16 talks about teaching and training our children. It says that all scripture is God-breathed and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that they are equipped for every good work. So that verse tells us how to equip our kids. Um, I was at the park not long ago and a mom said, we were we were actually with our homeschool co-op and the mom said, you know, my husband and I were talking the other night and we feel like junior high is a good time to send our kids into the public school. And I said, oh, really? Why? You know, because I'm, I'm the queen of why. Why? Why do you feel that way? Um, because I didn't want to just slam her down. I wanted to hear her heart and know why. Why do you feel that way? And she said, oh, um, because I know this woman. I know her heart is for her children. And um, she said, well, we just really discussed that we need our kids to be exposed to these things so that we can help them navigate these things. We need them to be exposed to these things so that they can learn to stand strong. We need to expose them to these things so that, and this is the word she said, so that they are equipped to handle the word, the world, I'm sorry, so that they are equipped to handle the world. And I stopped and I said, so exposure to sin. So you're saying to me that exposure to sin is gonna equip your kids to do good, um, which really you know, this is what I, this is what's so interesting about the tickling of the ears or the thought of, of our human minds or that, you know, the heart is wicked and deceitful is that that maybe makes sense on the surface, but we have to teach and train ourselves to go back to God's word and everything because all the other moms are like, whoa, oh, that's good. Ooh, we weren't going to put our kids in middle school. We probably should now because if we don't, you know, they're not going to know how to handle the world. And I said, wait, 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 what does God's word say about that? So we went to second Timothy and it says, I'm going to read this again. 
all scripture is God-breathed and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Now listen to this part. So that they are equipped. So it's not exposure to sin that's going to equip our kids. It is scripture. It is being taught and trained, it says, in righteousness that's going to help our kids stand when they come into the world. And I think that that is a lie that is throughout the homeschool community that you know, we can do this when they're little. We're going to build this foundation when they're small. But then when they get a little bit older, we need to send them out there and we need to expose them to all these wicked, wicked things so that they're ready. And that that is a lie from the pit of hell. If you if, if God, that's not what God's word says. Let's just say that that is not what God's word says. And anything that is not in God's word, if it's not, if it's contrary to God's word, it's a lie. So that is not what is going to equip our kids. So if we look at what this says is that Scripture is used to teach our kids. Scripture is used in training our kids. Um, I just want to ask you, is that happening in the public schools? When we send our kids to the public schools, are they being trained in Scripture? Therefore, they're not being equipped. So therefore, there is no equipping going on in those schools. So if you're thinking of sending them in the middle school to equip them for the real world, that is contrary to God's word. There's no equipping going on there because the only thing that's going to equip your kids to stand on a firm foundation in this falling apart world is training them in scripture and in truth. Um, the Bible doesn't tell us to unteach. You know, I'm going to send them all day. And then when they get home, I hear that a lot. I'm going to, you know, we go through what they learned and then I teach them the truth. But the Bible doesn't say, nowhere does it say unteach your children it, from what they heard all day. It doesn't say that. It says, teach them when you're sitting at home, teach them. You can't be doing that when they're not with you. You can't be doing that when they're all day learning lies. Um, Jeremiah 2 um, says, thus says the Lord. I love it. Thus says the Lord. Listen up, people. If it starts with that, you better listen. Learn not the way of the heathen. So many people say, I can teach and train my kids up in God's word when they come home. I can teach and train my kids up on Saturday and Sunday. I'm just sending them for academics. But then what about this verse? Learn not the way of the heathen. They are learning the way of the heathen if you are sending them into a place void of God every single day. Those teachers can, I was a public school teacher. Did I mention that? I was a public school teacher. I couldn't tell my kids about God. And if I did, it was very small and it was really between the lines. I could not teach and train those kids up in the way of the Lord. My mouth was shut, which is why I was no longer a public school teacher because I just was not wired to shut my mouth. <laughs> so um, so those verses clearly, they're, they're very clear. They're not gray. Um, they're clear that we have a, a command to teach and train our kids up in the job. And if you want your kids to be blessed and equipped, then, then keeping them at home and teaching them in God's word is the way. And you know, um, this was just put on my heart. If you're keeping them home all day and you're not teaching and training them up in the Lord, like Yvette said earlier, homeschooling isn't the gospel. The gospel is the gospel. So if you're doing the most amazing math curriculum and your kids know Latin and you know, you're doing all these, these incredible things, but you're not teaching them and training them up in the way of the Lord, then then that's that's not God's plan either. So the three things that we've talked so far is blessing. We our children will be blessed through this. Um, we are called not to exasperate them, and they will be exasperated if we are continually tearing, trying to build double foundations in their lives, um, and also teaching and training them in His way, so that so that they will be equipped.
I hope that this episode was a great encouragement to you. Again, this was the session that we did with Abby uh, back in 2020 for the Homegrown Generation Family Expo. And I hope that it really spoke to your heart. We've got, um, we're coming back on Wednesday and Thursday to listen to the rest of that um, session. And I know it's going to be a great encouragement to you. But again, if you have not yet signed up for Homegrown Generation, sign up now. It's going on this week. It's going to be live. It's going to be interactive. You can interact with our speakers. You can ask questions. You can make comments and get to join us all live. It's going to be a week of encouragement. So sign up homegrowngeneration.com. Use the coupon code podcast to get 25% off of the $35. uh, $35 is the regular price. Get 25% off of that using the coupon code podcast when you sign up at homegrowngeneration.com. And whether you're listening or watching, please like, share, and subscribe to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. And please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you back here on Wednesday. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.